Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hey, audio listener, welcome to the Bomb Squad Podcast, an Avenue Studios production. Check out our Patreon and Locals community for exclusive content, access to our private Discord, and so much more. And don't forget to review our podcast to help spread the word. And now, let's dive into the adventure. Hey, everybody, welcome to Bomb Squad. I'm Dan Stacy, and you are about to witness my nerdy family and I use silly voices and exploding dice to tell a good story. I don't actually know what's happening. MRE RPG. No. I haven't said it yet. But it's melting. <laughs> it is melting. <laughs> because it's like 90 degrees under the lights right now. We oh, have it's very warm. And everything. Okay. Sorry. So, RPG I, MRE. I interrupted. All right. So last time we were going to do this, like last shoot, but we never got to do it. David disappeared yeah. again. Again. We have Halo Top ice cream. Okay. All right. Macros. Janae gave them to me. Five grams of protein? Yeah. Five grams of protein, so it's really high protein for ice cream. This is peanut butter cup ice cream. Mm. Kristen approves. It's so good. Now, I've tried birthday cake. It was like, eh, the texture just wasn't that great. So I also threw some bananas in here this too, is but like I gotta try it without. Protein ice cream? Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Really yeah, this good. is way better. It's really good. So I'm carbs are pretty low. It's 80 calories per half cup. So normally you're talking, huh. That's really low. I'm breastfeeding. I have some extra calories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Normally, it's like, depending on what type of ice cream, it could be up to 200 calories per half cup. So you're talking like significant. However, the downside is like four bucks, like a tiny pint. So you're talking it's about the same price as getting like a full carton of ice cream. But it is, this is pretty good it's compared. Really good. Got like legit peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. It doesn't taste I like actually. Yeah, there's like chunks in here. Yeah, I would too. All right, awesome. Thank you for that. Okay, I'm done. Um. <laughs> well, everybody except Ryan again. <gasps> Let us dive into the tinkiest episode of Bong Squad. I'm not even. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs>
And we dive back in. So, where we left off, um, you guys had done some shopping. Some of you. Some of you have picked up illicit drugs from children. <laughs> from children? <laughs> yeah, you missed that. You'll have to watch the other one. <laughs> I like um, it kind of here. Yeah. Um, and uh, you had traveled back to Nori's smack. place. Smack. Yeah. Yeah. Smack. Okay, I did hear that. You want some smack, yo? Who <laughs> 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 looks up? So, um, picked up a few expen- uh, consumable and or expendable I'm items. Smack. I'm telling the story. T- <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they had headed back to Nori's, and uh, Brick had gotten his armor upgrades put in, and a artificial intelligence of some kind started speaking to him. They had an argument as uh, Ingrid and Iliad listened in about what the heck is going on. And uh, the AI dropped some information on where maybe Brick came from. Brick was able to do a good deception role to convince him that he is a high enough rank to have access to all the information he has. Um, and uh, Brick's flaws came out to the point of Nori no longer wanting to talk to him. After Nori had mentioned his sons, which seems to be a point of sadness, and Brick made an offhand comment, and Norin says, I don't want, Nori said, I don't want to talk to you anymore. After they shooed you guys out. Um. So that's where we are picking right back up, diving back into the scene. My sound effects are still a little loud. So. It's a loud owl. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, so, nighttime at Nori's. You guys are just outside the door. Maybe you're trying to listen in. And uh, I'm Ingrid again. You're Ingrid again? Okay. Yeah. And we're cockroach. Malik hops back up on your shoulders. This is rather interesting, isn't it? I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Neither do I. Maybe it's a magical <clears throat> ship, you know? Maybe he has some really strong pixie dust that can make that fly or something. Yes, and he was talking about the stars. Yeah. I mean, I've heard rumors of gnomes trying to do such a thing, but sail into the stars. But I'd never known of any to actually succeed at that. Hmm. Something to talk about Mother with, perhaps? Yeah. Which we should probably check back in with her shortly. I'm sure she could go up into the sky if she wanted. Yes, yes. The gods walk the stars and dance with them. Am I've... I hearing this? Yeah, they're... I mean, unless you want to... We're just <laughs> They're just <dying. laughs> I think I've still got food. <laughs> Picking what's left. The, the noisy plate scraping. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. There's no food left. There's just. He thinks he's a commander. <laughs> yes. That is my favorite part. It makes me choke on my own spit. Oh. <clears throat> he's adorable. Strange man. I mean, clearly, 
he needs our help. Is it clear? I really thought it know? was. Well, who are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Who are you talking I about? I thought I... I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> are you really? No, I suppose I'm not. Clearly Brick is insane. Well, I don't think And he's, he's got magical armor that's very confused. Give him the benefit of the doubt. I mean, it thinks he's a commander. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, right, you've got me there. It's rather hard to believe. <laughs> Where's he? We, we'll cut back over. That's happening while they're talking. <laughs> so we cut back in and Nori's just said, I, I'm not going to help you anymore then. And he starts tinkering with, there's like this leatherish looking bag attached to some kind of gear piston system. Very small, compact, about this big that he's working on. Like, what do you mean? He, Nori doesn't respond. Really? Hey, hey, hey. And I wanna like get down to his level and kind of like face him and like do the helmet thing. Hey! Look, I'm not talking to you right now. I'm upset, and I need to work when I'm upset. Go away. Leave me alone. Fast. Okay, fine. And I'm gonna storm out. Okay. Into where we are? Brick storms out. Yeah, he, he slams open the door. And oh, hello, Brick. You guys want to do something? Are you bringing Go. your friend? I'm bringing you guys. I'm coming as well, of course. I go where he goes. This is out of the speaker, so you guys can hear. All right, can I turn you off? <laughs> <laughs> Through the speaker. <laughs> I start checking to see if there's like a little person on him or something. <laughs> <laughs> Roll perception. <laughs> Oh, what is my As a cockroach, right? Where you're crawling in the crevices. <laughs> oh, that's right. No, I'm just angry. I'm just like lifting up <laughs> things and we'll see. Oh. Uh, what's oh, that? Dear. Seven. Thirteen. Thirteen? No, twelve. Sorry. Twelve. <laughs> twelve. I can add. Yeah. <laughs> um, you just blame it on mommy brain now. Yeah. Wow. You have that. You have your helmet. Four times <laughs> up or down. You have your helmet down right now. Down, yeah. Yeah. So you don't see anything different. You do notice where that damage was that you know they fixed. Um, Nori had pounded out the metal at least and made it a little better and stuff. And, and you can catch just the wisps of ather wire under there. But Of what wire? Ather. The ather wire. Oh, okay. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's about it. You don't really notice any. Uh, no small persons. Okay. Other than Nori in his room. <clears throat> Where do you want to go? Uh, to kill something. Oh, dear. Are serious? <laughs> yeah, you guys must know of uh, some bad dudes. Go look for some hobs, I suppose. Those, sure. Uh, what in the galaxy are hobs? Purpose to. Or should we just blindly kill? Hey, we, we could look into what those gas things actually were and 
No. Where they came from no, and that's, that's where they went. <laughs> I can't put my hands on them, so I, I just have no interest in that. If I can't kill them, I currently have no interest. We still don't know if we did kill them. That's a very good point. I don't know what those two are talking about, but I would be careful. There are protocols we have to stand by. I can't... Uh, just let you kill. And your protocols can go fust a son. You, you see, all of a sudden, your helmet turns on by itself. Your brainwaves are very erratic. Do you actually know what you're saying? I'm going to try to, like, Whatever I've done to take off. the helmet off. It's like he's bipolar or something. <laughs> What's that mean? <laughs> it's a mental disorder. How do you know? <laughs> you, <laughs> there's no face, so it's just a voice coming out of Brick's armor, but his mouth isn't moving. Well, I am programmed with the most basic of medical uh, knowledge. Uh, you never know what you have to do on the field. I went to school. <laughs> how good of you. Glad to know there's some kind of school. I'm still interested in how you speak this language, though. Speak his language? Well, yes, the language we're speaking right now. He's speaking our language. Fascinating. Something I've ever known. What? What? Galactic Common, why are they speaking Galactic Common when they're not part of the Jones species conglomerate? What? I... What is Galactic Common? That's what you're stalking right now. He called it's the, the Galaxy Wine. Yeah. Yes, sure. <laughs> she seems human. She's not. <laughs> <laughs> Glad and you're I mean that borderline endearing. <laughs> <laughs> Galactic Common, to answer your question, is the uh, accepted language of the galaxy for interspecies communication. How, how do I know it? Well, everybody knows it. It's the first language you learn. No, then why don't we know it? We know it then. Everybody knows it. You guys know it, the the language you're speaking is the trader's tongue. Oh, okay. Or the or the merchant's tongue. Okay. It's it's the just the the no. common tongue that everyone learns to communicate. So like you also know Elvish. Right. I know Dwarvish. You know Dwarvish. Yeah, but <laughs> what do they mean? Well, I said Alphaian-ish, yeah. sort of. Channeling a little Liv Tyler there. Yes, that's exactly what I was going for. That and oh, that was uh, so good. A little, little bit of Galadriel in there. <laughs> yeah, uh. Kate Blanchett. <laughs> that was definitely oh, Liv Tyler. <laughs> All right, all right, I'm sorry. Um, Anyways, I digress. 
So this whole night has been the first time that I have sat down and thought about I'm speaking, they can understand me, I'm mm-hmm. hearing things. I've just taken it as yes. Right. I mean, from the minute you woke up. I've just thought, oh, yeah, everybody's just talking, and that's it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so this is new. A new idea and a new concept. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try to ignore it as much as possible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Ajax. Jax. Did I say you could call me that? Uh, well, she just... Well, she just did. <laughs> I feel like we're buddies, and I... <laughs> Don't touch the armor. Do you know how expensive that is? Uh, it's more than the cost of your standard intergalactic vessel. He says it's more than the standard intergalactic vessel. I don't know. <laughs> How much that is. But if it's a lot, then can we sell it? Sure, let's sell it. Hey, can I sell you? Well, I mean, theoretically, yes. No one, of course. And he, he, you can feel the the scanners moving around. No one in this state could afford me, obviously. Also, you would have to have the equipment to take me off you. Is it like glued on? (laughs) Yeah. You look like you're in pain. <laughs> well, can you come off? Well, I suppose I should specify, I am not the armor. I just make the armor optimal. So yes, you can take me out. Obviously you knew how at some point if you were fixing me. Yeah, I knew. <laughs> sure. Can I roll a deception on that? (laughs) Five. Should I roll against the armors? Yeah, 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 that's right. Uh, Perception, perception. Okay, so it's just another. 17. Okay. I'm sure that little creature had nothing to do with it. Nope. Mm Mm-hmm. As for the armor, it's extremely heavy, and it's attached to you. It's attached to your neurological system as well as several of your biological systems as well. It's a delicate process to remove without the proper equipment. With the proper equipment, it takes moments. So I'm stuck. What in the armor? With you and the armor. Yes, I suppose. All but just right. remember, I make you better. Why don't we say it's mutual? Well, I suppose you do give me arms and legs to use, but there's so many other things I can hack into. Sure, if it makes you feel better. Say, um, Brick, can I come over and... Very, uh, buddy-buddy put my arm around him. Why don't we go find a muskrat or something that you could step on? <laughs> well, I think they don't actually still hunt animals for food here, do they? 
Where are we? I was going to ask you. I don't know. There aren't any maps. Yeah, I think that was the whole thing, okay? <laughs> He's whispering to his armor. Just <laughs> the whole time. I think I'm good. I think that necromancer may have dabbled. Did he looking for soft spots on his armor? Necromancer. What have we walked into a fairy tale? What are they talking about? Yeah, it's a fairy tale. I'm the princess. Where's my prince? Well, I guess that would be me then, obviously. I don't like the end of this story. <laughs> we are one and the same now, so... I like it even less after you said that. As do I. But we must make the most of it. As, we're, as you guys are talking, Nori opens the door again. Right! Everybody shut up and go to bed. Tomorrow, we head off for the party. That you have also kindly gotten me invited to. But I finished my gift. And he holds up that bladder with the piston and gear sink. So we can go now. Good night. Wait, so this is really happening? Sleep? What party? That's your armor. I'm not going to a party. We're going to have to catch up your friend. When Nori comes back, if you don't go to this party, he like does, he's walking away and he does the turn around. If you don't go to this party, I'm never fixing anything on your armor again. Because if you don't, I won't hear the end of it from that woman. She won't leave me alone. You're coming. Or you're grounded. And he turns around and leaves. Unbelievable. Do gnomes drink booze? Ouch. Yes. Of course. Yes! I don't know if you want one to. I don't think you want him to, though. Oh, I meant me. Oh, you can. I think that'd be okay. You can certainly imbibe. But um, the effects won't be as... I mean, I, the, the armor system takes care of any kind of problems that would create. We can't have your tactical awareness or motor reflexes being reduced during combat or during deep space travel. We're not in deep space, we're in hell. Well, that's maybe the deepest space of all, quite a discovery. I... Do you sleep? No, no, come now. Do you shut up? I'm just gonna fall on my back. <laughs> okay. Are you, you sleeping there? Out? Outside? I don't know. I'm just. Maybe if I fall asleep, yeah. I just give up. I think he's ready for bed. If he falls asleep, I'm gonna scan him. I wanna look at him and see if he actually is a necromancer or something. Okay. Sure. Or um, where, where, if the ne- necromancer went inside him or something. Right, right. Um, what were you going to say, Iliad, while I think about that? I don't want to go to bed. Iliad wants to go to bed again. <laughs> okay, so Iliad goes to bed. He's like, all right, well, he's going to Malik's going to climb up on brick and do the cat circle and pod. Get all comfortable. 
kind of pat his, he squishes his butt cheek. I'm gonna do, yeah. I'm gonna do like a big sigh, and so. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he goes up and down. It's a heavy cat. <laughs> so roll your, um, hmm. What do you have? Maybe learning. I have no I mean, idea. we could do perception, but you're looking for something magical. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so, let's roll your alteration for now. Okay. Uh, 18. 18? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um... You've been, Malik's been trying to teach you the ability to detect those things. Mm-hmm. So you try to focus and see if there's any of that aura that you, you can pick up. And you don't see any around brick. You don't pick it up. You're not sure if you're quite seeing fully, but he's not bleeding off anything. Okay. <clears throat> I think I want, um, I know Moloch is on me. Mm-hmm. I can do another sigh, lift my head up a little bit, say, Hey, sorry I left you in the rocks. And then put my head back. Did I hear you it? feel the tail? Did you want to I don't know, that? did I hear it? Yeah, I mean, he's just saying it out loud. Okay. You feel the tail flick, and he kind of gets comfortable. You're not a terribly comfortable pillow, but you're better than nothing. Thank you. And he kind of goes to sleep, or seems to. Show me a bunk. Yep. Uh, you got to walk around and figure it out for yourself, but there is a side guest bedroom where Demeter usually stays okay. when he's visiting, so you can crash on his comfy bed. Right. Um, I want to do my box thing. That, that's, that's what I was going to ask. That's what yeah. I'm doing now. I'm, All right. I'm role-playing. Go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got the one last gear to yeah. figure out on that, so roll logic one more time, and you have advantage since you figured out the first two. I'm going to roll two different dice. Two d20s. Which one's better? Oh, woo! 18 and 17. So I'll take nice. the 18. 18. <laughs> All right. So as you're working, again, it's it's those gears that you can flip this way and this way and turn around and you're trying to line up the, the words, but you don't speak goblins, so you're trying to do the best you can to figure it out. And you finally, you're like, <clears throat> like listening for that click. And you look at it and you realize... There's a symbol on this side, and there's a symbol on this side that are similar, that could work. And you kind of test it a little bit, and you, you're feeling for that resistance of the, the tumbler click. And you figure out it's this way. And you wait a moment to see if anything explodes. <laughs> it's all good. And you slowly open it, and as you open this little lockbox on the inside, you see there was a fine wire to some kind of black powder little thing there. It looks like it was an explosive trap. And if you had gotten the gear wrong, <laughs> it wouldn't have been super damaging, but it would destroy the contents within the barrel and maybe, you know, giving you a little damage. 
So you open it up successfully. There are four vials in there of this black oozing liquid. When you tip the vial, it kind of takes a moment for it to squish over. And when you pop it off, you smell and it's got this rotten food acidic smell to it that almost is familiar to you. Uh, and you can, you can roll your learning with advantage since you are uh, proficient in alteration. Okay. To see if you know what it is. Oh, a six and a two. Okay. <laughs> a six. You're pretty I'm sure. Not very smart. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You're pretty sure it's. Um, it reminds you of the maru, the smell. So you're pretty sure it's an extract, but that's all you can get from it. Um, but I will give you guys, and I finally got these printed out. So I'm gonna give you this, but technically Ingrid doesn't know exactly what it does. Here's Smack. And then these are the two for Ingrid. Morning Glory's Nectar and the other thing she found. So those are your two expendable items. But I don't know actually what this is. This Right, you don't fully understand how it works. Mm -hmm. But you can just test it out. See what happens. Okay, so night passes fitfully and or not for all of you. Iliad sleeps like a baby. Feels great. Um, Brick, you hear uh, Ajax talks for a while to himself, kind of mumbling to himself. Um, and if you flick the HUD on, you can see he's working through, he's trying to fix the damage to the hard drives. There's some corrupted data, but there's also physical damage to the hard drives that he's not gonna be able to, to find, but some of the corrupted data, he's trying to, to, trying to piece it back together, like reverse backwards, almost as if like when data's erased, you can sometimes work backwards. He's trying to do the best he can to figure that out and put things back together. Um, and as he's just kind of mumbling, you, you go back into a fitful sleep and you get those flashes again um, of that creature with, with a face, strange colors, um, alien type face that doesn't have a mouth or a nose. It just has a space for it and it's over you. And these, these are like, it's, it's images coming in and out. It, and sometimes it seems like it's walking towards you. Sometimes it seems like it's right over you. Um, you feel like you're running from it, but no matter how far you can run, you can't outrun it. And um, it, there's this, this, this laugh that's always chasing you, this deep, guttural, wet laugh. <laughs> <laughs> that's always in the back of your mind calling. Um, and uh, then as, you, as you're struggling in this sleep, you, you, you actually come back to a more solid memory. And it's that, um, if I can pull it up. Um, those sounds again of sparks and hissing, and that and you get that image again, that creature with no 
mouth and nose is over you and you feel yourself lying down and it it suddenly rips apart its face in a vertical fashion to create a mouth. The, the flesh and the, the skeletal structure underneath rip apart to almost form a mouth. And this greenish gas comes out of it. Um, and it just And as you do it, you look over to your side and it's holding, it has a strange hand with four fingers and it's holding your arm down and you have your pistol in your hand and you are able to turn it enough and you fire a shot right into its head and it falls down next to you and you quick kick it off and you're just breathing and then you hear Ajax's voice say, Commander, Commander, are you awake? But then you hear that and it's like the, the memory is ripped away from you again in that moment and you're like, falling through clouds of this, of that, like that breath that came out of the, the alien creature. This has got these greenish particles in it. And um, you're trying to struggle to reach for something. You feel like if you could just reach out, you could catch something. And you hear voices in the clouds that you can't see, and you almost feel like you could recognize them. Roll your will. Mm. He died. Six. <laughs> he died. All right. As you're, as you're falling through this, you hear this one voice, this female voice kind of punch through, and something about it, your, your, your heart or your spirit or whatever you can call it reaches out for it and tries to grab to it. And you just hear, um, be careful. I'll miss you and you almost think you can see a face for a second and there's like this golden, you can't tell if it's radiance over the face or if, or if the hair is golden, but this long golden hair or light. And as you're trying to focus on the face, <laughs> it's ripped away from you. And you wake up in, in the middle of the night for a second. And you're back in Noyce's house. sound slowly fades away. It's almost like you could hear it for a second as you woke up before it faded back. Um, can I get up? Sure. I want to get up and run. Just start running. Okay. Out. Take off into the night. And just cussing up a storm. Ajax finally flicks your helmet on. What is going on? Your brainwaves were going erratic. Leave me alone. I'm here to help. We're a team. That's what I... That's what both of us were designed for. The helmet goes back off. I'll like... I'll trot down to, to a standstill. And just look up at the sky and just breathe heavily. Okay. And just quietly curse again. All right. You sit in silence other than the sounds of the night. As the night passes, you guys wake up 
Brick's already outside. Nori's packed up a lot of stuff into your wagon, Ingrid. Uh, <laughs> what is this? I just... How'd you get into my padlock? <laughs> Please. <laughs> and he pulls out this contraption that has like a key on the end, but it looks like a gun. This baby can get through anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> makes it go. <laughs> but I have to bring all my stuff. I, you can't imagine, you can't expect me to leave without all my stuff. All right. I don't understand. I bring the house with me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go see the woman. Which one? <laughs> he looks <laughs> Let's go. So you guys take off for Tiri's party. It's gonna be about a three day journey. And I think last thing we'll do for this episode is one of the nights, we're gonna say the second night you're out. Did you have something, Rick? Nope. No, you're good, okay. Uh, second night out, you guys take watches but nothing really happens. Something's going to happen on the second night. So you guys all take watches, everybody roll perception. Uh. Everybody will take a turn. Um, Ingrid, you'll have advantage because Malik's with you. Okay. So roll your d6 extra. Maybe much better. <laughs> 14. 13. 16. 16. Um, okay, and I'm going to do something I've noticed that Chris on Dream Podcast does that I really like. So I'm gonna roll a d4. I'll re-roll on a four, but that determines one, two, three, when the thing happens. So that'll be which perception we use to see if you catch on to what's happening or not. One, one. <laughs> one, two, three. Two. Dang it. <laughs> All right. So with Ingrid's, what was it? 13. 13, modest. <laughs> we'll find out what happens next time on the next episode of Bomb Squad. <laughs> Hell! <laughs> Let me out of here. Okay. Thank you guys for watching as always. I hope you're enjoying the story. Check out the links in our descriptions below for the sound, music, and ambience, all the wonderful people that let us use those, um, those creative talents and uh, use them for your tables. They're great. OpenLegendRPG.com. HeroMuster.com, check those out, really great tools. The full core rulebook on Open Legend. And uh, check out the Inn of Planar Crossroads and the Dream Podcast for other Open Legend actual play. Dream Podcast usually comes out every Monday. Anywhere podcasts can be found. Inn of Planar Crossroads is on YouTube. They have Conversion Corner and they have Open Legend actual play and they actually do Pathfinder and all kinds of stuff. So give them some love and we will see you next week. This has been another fantastical episode of the Bomb Squad Podcast, an Avenue Studios production. Do give us a review on your podcast app of choice to help spread the word. You can further support us and become a part of the ever-growing forest known as Avenue Studios by joining our Patreon or Locals community. Doing so will not only help us to continue creating high-quality content, but you will also gain access to bonus content and our private Discord, where you can chat with us, play games, watch movies, and so much more. Don't forget to check our podcast description for the music and ambience that we use and thank you so very much for joining the adventure 
and we will see you next time. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.